Well, hi, I'm Grant. Welcome along to Business Breakthrough 201. If you have completed Business Breakthrough 101, good on you, congratulations. We're going to get right into this and hopefully together by the time we've finished your 201 program, you've got a lot more insight as to how you can grow your business, what you need to do, where you need to go and what's going to look like for you. I'm really excited for you. I think this is going to be a great step into your future. So if you're ready, let's go. Now you need to have in front of you your workbook. If you haven't downloaded that yet, it's uh, right next to where you've clicked this audio, okay? So you click the uh, click the image of the, the booklet, and if you've got a printer, you can print it out. And I really would love for you to have a hard copy of this, something you can write on. Why? Well, you can type it away on your screen, and you know I've got my keyboard in front of me as well, and I love uh, being in front of my computer and typing things up, and it looks all very neat. But there's just something really um, wonderful about writing it down. There's a strong link between the kinesthetic act of writing with a pen or a pencil that helps you to get it all out of your brain a lot easier, okay? So that's what I'd like you to do. That's the way this program works. And um, my my encouragement for you is to always follow the instructions. So there's a reason for everything. Let's get stuck into it. So to start with these first few pages here is um, focused on finding a why. And I've got the workbook in front of me here as well. I'm just going to be going through it with you. I want to explain things as I go. We're going to talk about, uh, to begin with, putting a why over the what. Because see, here's the thing. We've all got needs, all right? And if you're a business owner, and and I trust you are, otherwise you wouldn't be doing this, but you're a business owner, and it can be, I suppose, tempting at times to want to focus on the money. You know, look at how the the daily sheets are going, look at how uh, the, the balance is going, look at what the income is, look at what the outgoings are. You know, money, 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 money. And out of all the people that... I've been working with in business now since 2003, uh, when I very first uh, moved from Melbourne and Tasmania, and I started in business development in the I was in the hair and beauty uh, sector, and then moved across into the general business sector in 2008. Been doing that ever since, nationally and internationally. Um, everyone I speak to, when we begin, they're focused on the money. Um, Oftentimes they're focused on the price of you know what I cost <laughs> to start with, and then whether they can afford me, and then what the income is, and and you know if you get into that arena of cost cutting and cost analysis, and that's what you base all your, your decisions on, you you'll you'll get stressed, you'll get burnt out, you'll start to lose hope, you'll lose focus, and the decisions that you make will be reactionary, and I don't want you to have that. So to remove those reactionary decisions, that's what we're focusing right now on. Your why psychologically speaking, with a strong and compelling enough reason why, the how will take care of itself. There's a lot of really decent teachings on that. And today, we're going to look at some personality uh, traits. Uh, it's called the six core needs. So, so Tony Robbins, uh, I'm sure you've all heard of Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins focuses really heavily on six core needs. I like the six core needs, although I don't um, necessarily follow everything Tony Robbins has to teach, although it's all very good. But what we're focused on here is those days that uh, business will get tough. Business will get tough. Um, For you, for me, and for everybody, you have those tough days. In fact, uh, as I was writing this up this morning, putting the finishing touches on it, um, I had a message from a friend of mine, Lisa, and she said, you know, how's things? And I said, well, you know what? The struggle is real and, um, you know, on we go. And she said, Grant, remember to focus on your why. I took a screenshot of uh, what I'm working on here with you and sent it back to her and said, funny, you should mention it. So um, her advice to me, which is really, really cool and absolutely relevant, is to chunk up, chunk up, chunk up. If you focus down in detail and you're not focused on the big picture, the dream, and the why, 
then you're going to get caught up in the detail. As like I said, it'll cause stress, anxiety, and bad decision making. So let's have a look at these six core needs. I want you to take some notes. If you're not taking notes, you won't remember stuff. Um, <clears throat> I'm not here for entertainment. I'm here to help you. So there is a workbook in front of you. The blue boxes is what uh, I expect you'll take notes in. For those of you that don't take notes, you will remember less than 1% of everything I have to say in this. And uh, what I remind you, you've paid money for it. So you want to get the most out of it. Uh, for those of you that just want to sit here and listen to it in the car, please drive safely when you get home later on uh listen to it again take some notes then because i know a lot of people listen to this on the car the train or whatever why don't you uh jump on facebook and let me know where you listen to yours and um, maybe even send me a photo of your work environment so i can have a look let's have a look at the need for certainty um I, i'm sure you guys get this this is an easy one so i put it first it's the need for safety or stability security comfort um, order, predictability, control, and consistency. And we'll have a rule around that in our life. So the need for certainty is the need to know that once you click a button, something is there. Uh, it comes under the title of trust as well. Now, in your life, you'll have rules around um, your need for certainty, how you use these rules and what they mean to you. And for everybody, they'll come at different levels and for everybody, they mean something different. You see, in business, when you have a hard time and it relates to the need for certainty, it's it's kind of like when you when you look at your life and you look at your world and you look at your bank balance, you look at your business, you look at where you want to go, you look at your dreams, you look at your goals, and you go, man, I'm just not hitting those uh, marks. I'm just not hitting where I need to be. That could be related to your need for certainty. So what is it that you need to feel most certain about? I want you to write it down. What do you need to feel most certain about in your life and in your business? Is it money? Is it staff? Is it team? Is it product quality? What is it? It's going to be different for absolutely everybody. So why don't you write yours down? Because I'd love to hear from you. At the end of these six modules, we've got the opportunity to talk all this through one-on-one, person-to-person, real-life stuff. You and I will be on the phone together, and I'll be saying to you, what have you written there uh, under certainty? And, you know, whatever you write there is, is what I want to hear. There's no right or wrong. It's just what's right for you. Okay, cool. So certainty there are certain things that you need to have in your life, some, some baseline definite stuff. For me, um, you know, it's going to be different than, than for you. You know, I've got certain, I've got things that I absolutely have to have. Um, I'm a little OCD with a few things, you know, um, and I talk about this when I speak quite publicly, you know, I like things to be in straight lines and I like it to be quite ordered. I have a, I have a need, uh, my, my need for certainty comes in order. Some people's need for certainty comes in a completely different way. So what is yours? Write that down and we'll have a chat about it when we catch up. Cool? Great. Now let's have a look at the need for variety or the need for uncertainty. Life should be balanced. As much as there is a need for certainty, it's really, really cool to get surprises. However, you don't want to get surprises in the wrong way. Um, I remember all the way back in 2010, I had a big surprise one day. It was like the 20-somethingth of December, or maybe it was late November, and man, oh man, I had a great consultancy. I was doing a quarter of a million dollars a year in consulting fees, and then one day, my phone rang, and it rang again and 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 again, and you wouldn't believe it, or maybe you would, maybe you've experienced it, let me know if you have. Every single one of my clients, all but one, all but one, every single client but one rang me that day to cancel. You wouldn't believe it. It was not a good 
need for uncertainty fulfillment for me. It was not a good surprise. It was a bad surprise. You know, there's good surprises as well. You know, holidays, when you win a holiday or somebody buys you a gift or whatever. But you have a rule around the need for variety. So it's the need for variety, surprise, the need for challenges, the need for excitement, difference. Some For some people, it's that need for chaos where they say, I work better when uh, things are a mess. If you have a look at some people's desks, for example, they say that a clean desk is the sign of an insane mind. I don't know what your desk is like when you take a photo and send it to me. The need for adventure, change, the need for novelty. Normally, uh, we find this core need uh, resonates with new business owners much, much more than it does a seasoned business owner or somebody that's been in business for a long time. That need for variety is oftentimes the very thing, the very reason that new business owners went out and started in the first place because they just wanted something different. And I don't know where you are, but you want to have a look at your rule around your need for variety. Are you a high user of the need for variety? Like, are you, if things aren't changing, man, I'm not excited. Or are you right down the other end saying, no, I absolutely need certainty and only a little bit of variety and here's the kind of variety I like and if I don't get it in this way, then I'm not happy. But wherever you're at, you need to be certain of it because these all, and the next uh, four as well, We'll go together to uh, to form your reason why, or as the French call it, your raison d'être, your reason to be. Because if you experience an imbalance between these first two core needs, you could get uh, be experiencing things like boredom, or you could be experiencing things like craving, or you could be experiencing things like jealousy, or you could be experiencing things like the need for adventure. Or you could feel trapped. You know what I mean? So wherever you are with these first two core needs, it's absolutely vital and important that you understand your rules on them. And your rules, by the way, are made up. They're made up by you, and they're made up quite early in your life. Now, I don't want to go too deep on that, but it's made in a time between the ages of 0 to 7 or 0 to 5, depending on the psychologist you listen to. Years of age, and it's called the imprint period and that's where we make up our rules. By the way, all of these rules, there's nothing wrong with them. They're all designed to keep us safe, and that's a good thing. Okay, let's have a look at your need for significance. This is a funny one. You know, especially uh, at the year uh, we're in right now and at the time of this recording, it's so easy to get superficial significance. All you need to do is put up a Facebook post that gets uh, a whole lot of people, you know, revved up and hot under the collar. And, you know, you, you can feel significant for a moment. It's that instant gratification. And unfortunately, we see that a lot in our society these days, especially in Australia. And, and look, I would say in most uh, Western culture, most Western countries. But that need for significance is easy to get, but it's fleeting. So how do you get um, a feeling of significance that is real? And what is your rule about that? It's the need to have meaning. How do you how do you feel special? What about things like pride? The 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 rule. Your, what are your rules around wanting to be needed and wanted? A sense of importance, a sense of being loved. You know, there's three big fears we have as human beings, a fear of not being loved, fear of not being understood, and uh, what's that? not being loved, not being understood, not being enough. And, it, and it's those three fears that come under the feeling of significance. So how are you focused on balancing significance in your life? And, and is it a driver when you're looking at your operation within the business? If you're not feeling significant, 
If you're not feeling loved, understood, special, proud, needed, wanted, uh, important, loved, those things, if you're not feeling those things in your business, does it diminish your activity or does it, uh, does it drive you? You know, is it something that drives you forward and says, do you move towards significance or do you move away from the feeling of not being significant or does that feeling cripple you and stop you from implementing? It's important that I know these things if we're going to work together because if you're working with a coach and they don't know these things about you, then, you know, that coach can't help you. So that is an important uh, thing for you to focus on. Take a moment if you need to pause this and go ahead and Put some thought into this. Don't just skip through it just for the sake of getting through it. If you're one of those people, by the way, who just wants to get through it and say, yay, I did it, and you just sort of collect these sort of business things and you've done a dozen of them or whatever, that relates to your need for significance, just so you are aware. So if you needed to pause it, great, go ahead and do that now. And if you're just coming back from pausing it, welcome back. How do you relate to the need for love and connection? Let's go all ooey-gooey together. Now, it's not about romance love. Love comes under many different categories. And the Latin uh, terms for love, if you go back to the root word of love, there's agape love and there's uh, feel or something. So there's brotherly love, friendship love, romantic love, erotic love. There's all kinds of love. But the kind of love and, uh, that I'm talking about here is the kind of love that comes when with connection. It's that feeling of being enough, the need for community, uh, to feel unified to be, uh, feel approved, to feel a part of something that's bigger than you. Um, you, you know, you want intimate connection and you want connection and, and love, I guess, from other human beings. But this kind of love and connection that I'm talking about here, it's something real. It's not superficial. It's uh, Here's an example in business. Knowing customers' names and them knowing you. Um, one of the things I loved when I was a ladies' hairdresser all the way back in my 20s in Frankston in Victoria, um, my wife and I would go shopping together. She was a beauty therapist. I was a hairdresser. And, you know, we'd go to get the groceries, say, for example, and it would turn into a three-hour, you know, outing. We couldn't go anywhere because everyone knew our names. It was great. It fed our egos. It was terrific. We felt loved. We felt connected to our community. Now that we moved down to Hobart in Tassie um, many years later, many, many years later, we moved down here and we had to start all that all over again. So we, we really had a high need for love and connection. None of our family was here. Uh, we didn't know anyone. We had nobody. It was just us, my wife, my two kids, and I, when we moved here in 2003. And now the, the need for, it's the need for love and connection that's helped me and the people who I work with to build a national and well-known brand. And I really hope that you can identify what your need for love and connection is in your business. And again, think of it in terms of how it drives you and how it moves you and how it inspires you and what it helps you to do. You've got to get fair income with this. Let's have a look at these last two. Okay. Now, these um, these last two, so whenever I talk about them with bigger groups, it's these last two that people struggle with um, more than the others. The first four are quite... It's like falling off a log. You know, so these last two require some thought. Let's, now, let's have a look at the, the second last one, which is growth. It's the need for emotional, intellectual, and spiritual development. And some people will go, oh, spiritual development, you know, that's not me, I don't need that. But I'm going to challenge you on that. If you're a business owner and you don't have a balanced life, 
you don't have spiritual development. Now, for you, I mean, for those of you that know me, I'm a Christian, but there, there's people out there that might be Buddhists, or there's people out there that might believe in the vibrational energy of the universe, or wherever it is for you. Muslim, you just like meditating, whatever it is for you. I'm like, it's it's not about finding what I say is right. It's about finding your own spiritual development. So that's number one. If you're not connected with something that's bigger than you, when your cup is empty, who fills it up and how does it get filled up? Because it's people like uh, people that don't understand their growth patterns that will rely on their customers. Really listen to me here. They'll rely on their customers above and beyond the money that their customers are paying to fulfill them in terms of growth. And that's when businesses go south. That's when businesses get ugly. Your customers are already paying you money. Don't rely on them for growth. Don't rely on them to give you a smile. You've got to give them. You've got to always give to them. It's your job to serve, support, nurture, and help your customers. And if you're looking for growth, your own growth from them, man, that is a bad and dangerous place for you to be in. So I really need you to focus on this growth. What about emotional growth, intellectual growth? You cannot and must not and should not ever expect to get your your emotional, intellectual, and spiritual development from your interaction with your customer or client base. It is just the biggest, yuckiest no-no that you could ever, ever have. It will send your business into the toilet, if not now, eventually, all right? If you don't believe me, try it. And then come to tell me, come and tell me when I was right. I've seen it enough times, and I don't mean to sound arrogant in it, but I am really giving you a warning here that if you're um, if you're not tuned in to your high level needs for growth, and if you're not making plans in your life to fulfill those needs from something that's outside of your business, and by the way, it shouldn't be. I'm being really hard on you here. It shouldn't be your spouse or significant other either. It's got to be someone bigger than you. It's got to be someone outside of your immediate center. So what is your rule around growth? Um, Again, if you're listening to this, you're you're obviously someone who wants to grow and not somebody who's like, oh, no, I've tried all that before. It doesn't work. No, 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 I'm going to keep doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. We all know Einstein's definition of insanity. I don't need to go there. But your need and rule around growth is an important driver for you in your business and will form an important part of the planning later on in uh, in the future modules around module two. Let's have a look at the last one. Listen, your need uh, your need for contribution. Now, contribution. I am talking about altruism, not contribution. Expecting something back. That's called trading. We're talking about contribution. It's the need to give beyond yourself to care, to protect, and to serve others. And it is a driver in your business. It is hidden underneath some layers, but it is there. Now, here's how it presents itself often when I speak to business owners for the first time. is they feel hamstrung by their need to give. They want to give, but they don't feel like they can give. And the whole, the whole reason for me putting the why over the what is if you make contribution a key driver in your business, like we have from day one, I remember my first coaching business. It was called iCoach Tasmania, I-C-O-A-C-H, Tasmania. You still Google it, it still turns up. Don't know why I've worked really hard to pull a lot of that stuff down, but obviously we were good at our marketing and it all stayed up there. But 
I remember um, the first thing I did was I said, okay, 5% of all our earnings goes to Compassion Australia. And still, 5% of all our earnings today goes to Compassion Australia. So you know what? When I find it hard, and I do find it hard some days to uh, to get going and get motivated and get moving and go out and love people and serve them. You know, I'm a human just like you. I'm a dad and just a normal guy, just like, you know, many of you, dad or mom listening to this. You know, I, I look at my six sponsor kids from Compassion Australia and I go out and do it for them because on the days where I can't be bothered, that means I'm making it about me. And I need to make it about someone who is not me so I can serve, support, and nurture them. So using these needs and understanding them for yourself, can you be clear now on why you are doing what you've chosen to do? And if you need to, go back and have a listen to this again and rewind or press back or whatever you need to do and listen to it again. Before this, were you clear on how to answer the question, why you, why now, and why this, relating to your business. Do you understand what your offer is and and why you are in business in the first place, other than moving away from something you didn't want? You know, a lot of people go into business because they were doing something that they were good at, they were a good technician, and then they had this thing that Michael Gerber, who wrote the E-Myth, calls an entrepreneurial seizure, and then they go and or become a manager in their own job. Um, but for the astute business owner, they will understand what we've just spoken about. And they'll understand why they're in business and it won't be about them. It'll be about how they can serve, about why they're the first, the best, and the only. So if that's you, on page three, I think it is, there's a big blue box and it says why on it. And I want you to fill that out. I want you to say, it says, my reason why I'm in business. And if it says to make money and have holidays, cross it out, do it again. And if it says to pay off my mortgage and blah, blah, cross it out, do it again. Because damn it, that's called a job, a J-O-B, which stands for just over broke. And I'm sorry, I can't help you. If you just bought yourself a job, I can't help you. I'm sorry, you've blown your money. Uh, The rest of the whole thing will be of absolutely no use to you. But If you can move past that and really focus on a why that is bigger than you, then I promise you, you'll be able to have some success. So my encouragement is to take some time and really drill down on why you're in business. And then, by the way, we're going to make that the worst kept secret on earth. We're going to tell everybody. We're going to tell everybody about your reasons why. It's it's the biggest and most successful attraction principle in your business. You've got to know that. Over the page, uh, I talk about Simon Sinek, and there's a thing that looks like a target just over the page, just turn over with me now if you haven't already. It says your why is defined as your reason to be. And so many people, when I meet them, I'll say, um, so tell me a bit about yourself, tell me a bit about your business. I never say, what do you do? Because uh, I don't want to know what, what you do. I have absolutely no interest really in what you do. I, I might be a bit more interested in how you do it, but I'm really interested in why. And you need to be able to focus on that why. So when you're talking to other people about your business, 
You know those networking events you go to and you meet the... You're always stuck with the person you don't want to speak to, aren't you? At those networking events. And, and, and they'll tell you all about their business and all about the things they do. And I don't know, it's very, very interesting. And they'll put their card in your hand and they'll look all hopeful at you. And, and you know full well you're going to take that business card home. You're going to you know, put it on your desk or your side table or it'll go through the wash or whatever happens. And you, yeah, you've, you've seen that person, you've done that job and you've ticked that box. But the thing is... If you go to a networking event or you speak about your business in any marketing sense and you're focused on the why, and then you're a little bit more out from that, focused on the how, and then last focused on the what, you'll dominate, dude. You will just kill it in business. So ultimately, it's your reason why, as French say, your raison d'etre, your reason to be. It's your why that will be the central hub of everything that you do. So think of that diagram as a wheel. The why is at the center and everything else turns around that. If you're looking at staff development, focus on your why. If you're looking at attracting clients, focus on your why. If you're looking at attracting new staff, focus on your why. If you're having a tough day in business, focus on your why. If you're having uh, a stale day in business, focus on your why. If you don't need, don't know your marketing, focus on your why. If you don't know what to say to your clients, focus on your why. If you don't know how to attract new people, focus on your why. If you don't know how to do anything in your business, focus on your why. And it's with that strong focus that will help you to achieve more of the how and more of the what. If you find yourself zigging and zagging all over the place without any stability or solid foundation, you've got to focus on your why. And it's through focusing on this that helps you develop the culture for your business and your culture is seen before it's heard. And more on that later. You see, this is, this is Business Breakthrough 201. You've done 101, this is 201. Well, I've got to tell you, there's also a 301. And in 301, we go incredibly deep into this. So if you're enjoying this and, and you want to get it finished, once you're done, we can then talk to you about 301. But if you haven't done this, we can't let you do 301 because this is the foundation. But if you're enjoying this, if you're challenged by this, if you want to know more, let me know. Because 301 is really amazing for, for the business owner that is serious and really wants to take it to the next level. So that's... Bring us to the end of this chapter here, all right? So we've got a bunch more to go on with. There's a checklist at the end. And it's just got some boxes for you to tick. So some things to think about. Daily diary reminders, journal, accountability groups, accountability coach, mission statements, vision statements, letterhead statements, integrate stuff. If you don't know about any of those, jump in the Facebook group. You should be uh, a member of the Facebook group for Business Breakthrough. If you're not yet, uh, just find me on Facebook and let me know if we've just overlook that somehow we'll fix that diabolical situation straight away and i'd love to know from you what you found useful in this first module so many of you right now and you especially will be wanting to go back and listen to this again so i encourage you to go do that now once you've done it and completed it don't be in a rush to get through everything but once you've done that and completed it go ahead and do the next section and i look forward to seeing you in the next section or at least uh, having you hear from me in the next section. Hit me on Facebook, find me on LinkedIn, go to grantmullen.com.au uh, or our YouTube channel to find out more. Put in the hashtag Business Breakthrough for all of our local events and for upcoming media as well. Looking forward to catching up with you in the next module. Thanks for all your hard work in this one. Really appreciate it. And I'll see you soon.